I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We've got a purity problem in the church. I know it might not seem that way here at All Saints, but we've got a purity problem in the church. I'm not talking about churches that try to convince teens to wear purity rings and take pledges to re remain chaste until marriage. I'm not talking about churches that judge the purity and worth of some of us, we who don't check the right boxes on gender or sexuality, we who are divorced and remarried, or we who can't quite sign on to every line in the Nicene Creed every week. No, I'm talking about all churches. Heck, I might be talking about all of humanity. We have a hard time seeing one another as complex, complicated beings, understanding that the very good among us struggle and have deep flaws, and that the very bad among us have moments of grace and beauty. We like our heroes in white hats, our bad guys in black hats, and ne'er the twain shall meet. Though we might be able to see that we are more complicated than purely good or purely bad, we have trouble understanding one another in such ways. Witness any headline revealing that a once respected politician or revered public figure has been found caught with his pants down or her hand in the till. And we readers of the Bible, well, we suffer from the same purity problem. We want the rich and the Romans to be the bad guys. We want the poor and the oppressed, the downtrodden, the widow, the orphan to be the good guys. That way, we know what's going to happen. We think we understand Jesus well enough by now to know who's in and who's out. Poor and humble, you're in. Rich and proud, you're out. And then, then we get Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus is a funny little man. He's short, and he's tree climbing, and we've got camp songs about him, Then that's probably as much as many of us might know or remember about him. But Zacchaeus is a short man who is also a chief tax collector and very, very rich. Now we are presented with the confusion of the gospel, which, frankly, isn't very interested in purity. The gospel isn't interested in white hats and black hats, but rather presents us with almost nothing but gray hats. On the one hand, we know Jesus came to save sinners, even tax collectors. On the other, Zacchaeus is super rich, made so by working for the Romans and probably tacking on extra fees to his fellow citizens' taxes in order to increase his own wealth. 
Last week, we heard the story of the tax collector and the Pharisee. The Pharisee prayed in thanksgiving that he's not like other people, like those sinners who are adulterers or like that tax collector also praying in the temple. And we are so pleased that such a, self, a self-righteous prig gets his comeuppance, while the tax collector who prays humbly for God's mercy is the one who is justified. But let's be honest. We're also kind of hoping that the tax collector, the one working for the Romans and adding in extra fees to line his pockets, well, we rather hope that after that humble prayer in the temple, he'll reform, he'll shape up, he'll help the poor, change his life, trade in his black hat for a white one. You know, kind of like Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus who, though rich, would certainly have been treated as an outsider, not oppressed or poor, but certainly loathed, certainly lost, who is so desperate to see Jesus that he climbs a tree in order to see him above the crowds, and then Jesus sees him, calls him down, says he must stay at his house. In other words, Jesus has found Zacchaeus, is bringing him into the fold, seeing him, accepting him, loving him as he is. Now this might make us a little uncomfortable. After all, Jesus seems to be overturning so much of what we thought the gospel, especially the gospel of Luke, has been about lifting up the lowly, casting down the mighty, blessing the poor, warning the rich. Here Jesus is making clear though that everything everybody lost is going to get found. Even the rich, even the 1%. Understandably, Zacchaeus is overjoyed. He rushes down from the tree to welcome Jesus, forgetting that he's been mocked and derided for his shortness, his work as a tax collector, perhaps forgetting for just a moment even his own shortcomings, his failures, his sins. But then he hears the grumbling of the crowds, all those who, like us, don't like shades of gray, who just hate it when the guy wearing the black hat gets treated like the guy in the white hat. And then suddenly Zacchaeus backpedals, trying to justify himself to Jesus and before the crowds, trying to prove that really he's a good guy. He exclaims, look, half of my possessions, Lord, I give to the poor, and if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I pay back four times as much. Here Zacchaeus is trying to mash a white hat over the black one, convince Jesus he's really good underneath it all, worthy of his attention, worthy of Jesus' love, worthy of salvation. Here Zacchaeus is trying to say, look, I'm not so bad. And don't we get it? How often we too try to justify ourselves or maybe, let's be honest, excuse some bad behavior. But here's the thing. What's good here 
is not that Zacchaeus gives his money away, though that is a good thing to do. What's good here is that he's desperate to see Jesus. What's good here is that he's so lost and low that the only thing he can do is cling to this one he's heard about, the one who has been kind to other tax collectors, other sinners, others in black hats. What's good, what's good is that the one whom he climbs a tree to see sees him, all of him, and calls him down from that tree wants to be with him, bringing him joy and delight. What's good is that the one whom Zacchaeus climbed a tree to see is headed to Jerusalem where he will climb the tree of the cross so that there are no more black hats and white hats. There are no more insiders and outsiders, no more sinners and saints, just all of us. We, who are sinners and saints. We, we who only wear gray hats. We who are lost and now found. We who don't have to justify ourselves to Christ. For the Lord has seen us and announced, today salvation has come to you because you too are a child of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek out and save, not the good, not the pure, not the perfect, the righteous, the saintly, the repentant. No, the Son of Man came, came to seek and to save the lost. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.